And welcome to Epic Loot Radio. Brian and Kirk here welcoming in Rue Diggs from Cloud and Console and uh, the PlayStation Bros podcast. Guys, thank you so much for uh, taking your time out of your day today to hang out with us and react to the state of play for January 31st, 2024. Rue Diggs, I want to give you the floor right here. You're, you're new to the podcast in and of itself. I have your links in the description if you guys haven't heard of the Super PlayStation Bros podcast and Cloud and Console. Uh, go check them out. They're doing some really good stuff. I listened to their podcast this morning, getting ready for the state of play, see what their predictions might be. But I'll, I'm going to let him have the have the run of the show forward just to kick this thing off. How are you? And thank you so much for making time for us today. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Besides falling on my wrist, I am doing absolutely fantastic. Super pumped for what's about to happen in the state of play. I am 100% behind Helldivers 2 and what mm. they're doing over there at Arrowhead Studios. I am beyond pumped to see that game come out. I want to see anything more, although that's that's a hit or miss. If we see Spider-Man 2, that would also be epic. But yes, like as Spider-Man 2 or, or like uh, like an, a, a I want to see New Game Plus. Okay. And I want to see photo mode become upgraded because there's some things missing from photo mode. I've recently picked up virtual photography. It's a little ha- hobby of mine. I post some awesome pictures, or at least I think they're awesome. But there needs to be some updates there. The community has been asking for, and we're supposed to get them sometime in February. Maybe we'll see a Wolverine little teaser. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm hoping superhero stuff out the world here, but concord's really been blowing me away like what's the mystery there this multiplayer shooter they're coming out with i'm absolutely psyched for that you think we're gonna see anything from bungie like regarding marathon at all today or are we still a little while away from them i think what we will see from bungie is final shape so i actually have a little bit of a relationship with destiny 2 that's where i started my whole podcasting journey was on stadia cloud platform no i'm with you i loved stadia it was it was the best performing cloud system out there backed by google who didn't know what the hell they were doing because it was like the technology is so good and uh, and, uh, i'm so glad i brought you two lovebirds together dude yeah i play i primarily i primarily do all my gaming on geforce now now you know and it's like as they add in like i'm like is the game running on geforce now yes or no yes okay i think i'm just gonna purchase it i don't have time to play it right now but geforce makes that so much more accessible and somebody was like why don't you just steam link it and i was like i can do that but it actually takes a couple more steps and the performance isn't as good than you know because i have the like the the 4080 and the and the cloud and it's just like dude i'm i'm loving it and i was i'm very curious to see what playstation if they also announce more cloud support because they've been working on their PS5 uh, in the cloud. And that's one of the things from the PlayStation portal 
that I was I was more curious about because I was like, if I could, if you could get that and just be subscribed and have your PlayStation in the cloud, I think that's going to be a real interesting pairing going forward. Now, Kirk, uh, otherwise known as Bilbo Baggins on on Twitter, you got uh, stuff with that man. Oh, dude, I, I think that that's this week. Next next week, we'll we'll just go back to Kirk the gamer. But the uh, what what are you th- looking forward to from today's state of play? Because this was rumored, this was speculative. And then it was confirmed that, and here we are. So what, what do you want what, from today? So we did a podcast in October of last year talking about Silent Hill. And if, I don't know mm, if you yeah. know this, but the, the like live reaction type mobile game that they released, like right after we did that podcast was really bad and everybody <laughs> like really hated it. And so I think that that just, it makes it a little bit more, a little more drama going into this Silent Hill 2 remake, and I really want to see more of it. People were kind of iffy on the trailer that they first showed because it's like of it's a recreation of like one of the most iconic scenes from the first game. I think it's the opening of the original Silent Hill 2. And they were like, it looks a little there's like an uncanny valley here of like somebody coming in and doing a remake. Kind of the opposite of the blue point effect. Like when Blue Point comes in and remakes a game, everybody's like, wow, this is super faithful to the original. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like how I remember it, maybe even better with modern technology. And Bloober team, who's doing Silent Hill 2, has a history of like so-so showings with their layers of fear games and then the medium which was a game that I just didn't personally really enjoy that much. And it came out to kind of underwhelming reviews. So they're being entrusted with like one of the most beloved and highly regarded games of all time and remaking that. And I really want to see some more of that. It's kind of like the avowed thing of like, all right, guys, like you didn't quite wow us in the first instance. Show me something like get me excited about this game. And I think this one was maybe confirmed for today. I know Rise of the Ronin was. Rudy's, you can probably let me know. But I, it's it's highly likely that we will see Silent Hill 2. And I really hope we like what we see and we're not even more concerned after they show it to us. That's that's my most anticipated element of today's show. Yeah, I think Rise for me, obviously. Go ahead. Yeah, is, is confirmed March 22nd to be released Will we see that at this showcase? Maybe, maybe not. I think they already uh, want to get really depends on what they're targeting for the showcase because it's like if they want to be like, here's a showcase for everything coming up in February. Like I, that's a lot of that'd be a lot of you know packing. I, I would think that the showcase is at least going to take us all the way to what would be the summer game fest. We um, are going to see now. Rise of the Ronin. I know that PlayStation confirmed that already, and there was one other game that they confirmed. I don't remember. It might have been Foam Stars. But they, yeah, I that's, that's dropping think, in February. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they confirmed Silent Hill 2. I think that they might have, but I might have just seen so many tweets of people. I saw a lot that of tweets gonna about be it. There. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and now it's kind of like that thing of like, if people have spoken it into existence, same thing with uh, Death Stranding over here. Like, I think Death Stranding mm-hmm. 2 and Silent Hill 2 are ones I know I love the first Death Stranding Rudix. I think those are two my games lovely that, wife. Like, What's going on? Thank you, Hannah, for stopping on by. Oh, <laughs> she yeah, gets to call me it. by my name. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't actually know that was your name. Yeah, I think uh, I think Death Stranding two and, and Silent Hill two, the big twos, if you will. Yeah, those are two sequels that are highly anticipated, and well, one's a remake, I guess. But those those are the ones that like I think everybody really wants to see today. In addition to Rise of the Ronin, I mean, Koei Tecmo's got to stop with these uh, 
these like samurai, you know, uh, almost souls adjacent type games. Cause I keep buying them, Brian. And then I don't have time to play them. <laughs> I keep <laughs> buying them all because they look so cool. I see them on sale and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll have time to play that. And then I don't inevitably. Yeah. So rise of the Ronin is just burying me six feet under in these games that, that Koei Tecmo turns out like every two years. Rudix, this is going to be one that you definitely are going to play right with your love of like ghost Tsushima and some, and, and like souls rise games. of the Ronin. Yeah, 100%. It's up my alley. I like the imbuing of the sword. I, I'm i not a huge fan of like the AI team baits. Maybe they'll be good. Maybe they'll be bad. But the combat looks nice, open, and free, flying around, coming in, and doing death blows. My only situation will be I'm just coming off of Ghost of Tsushima right now. So transitioning yeah. right to Last of Ronin is like so much samurai. And before that, I just replayed Sekiro. So it's like, oh, yeah, that's one of the I've been playing Elden Ring and I want to I want to beat Elden Ring. And then I definitely want to check out Sekiro because I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Yeah. So. Jeff's Kiss, my hands down favorite game of all time. This game strips away any sort of assistance from you. And it says you need to become a better gamer. And that's the only way to win. I absolutely love the the title. It, it gives me the highest highs in games I've ever felt. Now, I think for me, I'm very interested to see what Square Enix shows up with because they do Rebirth, have... Rebirth, baby. Well, I know they're going to probably show up with Rebirth, but that's the only like concern I have having not yet played Remake and basically planning on playing through Final Fantasy yeah. VII Remake in February. But then I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm sure it's going to, you know, give me some insight into what, what happens in the first, I guess I'd call it a chapter of how they're breaking this game up. And I'm going to curious if they show up with anything for Dawn Trail or, I mean, we saw Visions of Mana at the Xbox uh, Direct. So are we going to see any of their other more creative and, you know, more niche titles? Uh, I hope so, because that's, I'm a big Square Enix fan. So when, whenever Square Enix shows up, I'm like, all right, yeah, let's, Let's see what you got. But we also, you know, like you said, Foam Stars should be making an appearance. And that's them kind of getting also into uh, more things. And yeah, like I like that it's different, though, like Mm -hmm. amid all the Suicide Squad discussion of like that, it's just the same old Division, Destiny, Fortnite, Battle Pass, Trash type deal. I like that Foam Stars is like, yeah, we're going to like combine K-pop and Splatoon. Like you is. get point, you get points well, for being like for weird World, and original. Right? Like yeah, you start yeah. Being, like seeing like, hey, Nintendo's doing this thing, and like, what if we took that like as a concept and we added some more concepts that people have exactly. been wanting and build up from it? And you guys, I don't know if you saw the news, doesn't relate to PlayStation yet because PlayStation doesn't yet allow early access games, but they announced 19 million players for Pal World. And 7 million of those are on the Xbox platform. So I'm very curious and excited for when PlayStation players get access to this game because it's definitely coming to PlayStation. Uh, and same thing for Enshrouded. Like for me right now, like you talk about samurai games, like I'm I'm living this dream of survival RPGs. Like this has been absolutely fantastic. Now, just as a show note for anybody who's listening or especially in the audio form of uh, the podcast, we're going to cut to the to kind of the live react. Uh, you'll see that here. I'll have it full screened. And we're going to watch it and, you know, we might discuss it somewhat. If you want to go watch it on your own, you want to come back, watch this with our commentary. Just no, know that that's going to be that. the case. No, stay. I, 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 my, my view is I want to have people have the freedom to enjoy the content however the yeah, hell they absolutely. want. If you want to ad block this channel, ad block this channel. Just like, just enjoy your content. Uh, we make it here for free for you guys. But also, if you're curious and you want to get and uh, subscribe to the audio version of this, the top link in the description will get you to the Discord all the podcast audio platforms that we're hosted on. 
and and anything else that we make here on on the YouTube. So also, again, check out these guys' uh, content. Uh, their links and tags are in the description of this. So anyway, yeah, Rudik's like so. Just hanging out with you, getting to know you. What what do you think? There's going to be any surprise drops? Like Relay is asking. Like, is there any kind of like big thing that you would love to see them just surprises with? Surprises with. Maybe let's get some updates to Discord. I'd like to be able to stream in Discord Mm. something on the software side. Some other things I'd like to see out of PlayStation. Ray, the gaming side. What's going on, Ray, the cyborg? I love that. I love his icon. It looks amazing. (laughs) It's it's a good one. He's, He's a legend. Some other things I'd like to see, some more PSVR 2 support. Mm. That would be absolutely massive. We haven't seen too much come out of the PSVR 2 world uh, in a little bit, and having Bulletstorm kind of fall flat was a bit hurtful for, I know, a lot of VR fans. So more games there, I think, are needed. And give me more battery life on the DualSense Edge. I know we're getting the V2 on on the new on the standard controller but i am mm-hmm. an owner of the dual sense edge here and this thing i mean come on does it, have, does it have back paddles yes it does okay, have yeah. the back paddles here nice. and it has the triggers you can set up here but this thing i use every day all the time but i do have to plug it in after every single session so there is that. That's music loud. is coming loud. Yeah. yeah. No, that music it was like came in popping, dude. Yeah. How's the volume balance now? There we go. Is that Pretty volume balance okay, guys? Play. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would I say for Elden Ring Shadow of the yes. Earth Tree. I want to see yes. the tarnished ride down yes. the horse through the field. We own a portion of From Software and we are about to flex that on the state of play please and thank you dude i think that would be that would be a real good surprise drop and because like and, and also if they end up giving it a date i think the date would be really kind of critical at this point especially if it's like if it's between now and and may like hopefully you got a, a locked in solid date but we'll see let's turn it down a bit more brian you got it well we'll keep adjusting the volume etc so to make sure that everything sounds good think- for you guys I think in terms of uh, big surprises, it'd be really cool if we could see something Baker's, else that uh, Insomniac is working on. Um, it'd be really nice if we could see more of that Wolverine game. Or, I mean, they got leaked, so screw it. Announce officially yeah. the the Marvel's Venom game that's coming in 2025. I'd be all for that. Maybe just see like a concept of that or, or like a, a splash trailer of like what the story for that's going to be. That's supposed to be like a Miles Morales type of game. Yeah. And then more realistically, I think we're going to maybe get to see a little bit of specific Pacific drive. Uh, that's an indie coming out of uh, Kepler interactive is the publisher. And I can't remember who the de- the dev is. I'm sorry. I wish I, I wanted to shout them. Oh, here, I, here we I, go. they got, we got 15 Ironwood seconds. It starts. And I was just gonna say, I, I would love it. I'd lose it if uh, Sea of Thieves decides to come out on PlayStation. I think that. Oh be yeah, a Hi-Fi real Rush is supposed to be announced here. So yeah, Hi-Fi Please don't open with baby steps. Please don't <laughs> open with baby steps again. And if we're blocking the screen at all, I'll toss to a, an alternate view. Just we'll see how it looks. I do. I do like that one, Brian. You like the side by side? Yeah, I will say. Yeah. Okay, well let's go side by side that way. Well, there all it right. is. No shadow of the earth tree. Yeah, that's uh. That's going to do well, it. We I want to pu- pull up that Silent Hill 2 since we missed part of it. I'm going to pull that up very quickly. Because, yeah, that that uh, that looked interesting for sure. 
Here we go. It was very short, actually. It was very, very short. Let's see if I can share theater mode. Do I have do I have present? I do have present capability. Share screen. I don't know if I'll have audio though. Yeah, okay. Well, I want to do it. There we go. We're just gonna go. All right, do you have my screen? You have my screen now. Not sure. It's not doing it. Did it do it? Oh, here we go. There we go. Got it. Yeah, I wanna. I wanna watch this again. I mean, it looks very faithful to the original. I think people are going to like that. Did you play, play the original? original? I, I started it, and then the, the controls, because this had already been announced, I was like, mm, I'll just wait, because the controls didn't feel amazing. The camera view didn't feel amazing. This actually looks much better watching it through now. Just, just give, give me, me Resident, Resident Evil, Evil vibes. vibes. That's what that's what it is, Redix. Silent Hill and Resident Evil were competitors in that PlayStation One era. The question is, will they capture like the unhinged aura of of this game, especially with cutscenes? That's very important. Obviously, the the enemy design and the environment design, they're nailing it. Looks promising, actually. So yeah, that was the state of play. Rudigs, what are what are your initial thoughts after watching through that? I'm not happy. Am I the next one? I don't. Hold on. Let me. I can make sure that we we don't have one. I think microphone I check. I think I fixed it. All right. Yeah, I'm excited for Stellar Blade. I'm glad we got a release date for that title. Uh, so that's going to be exciting to see more Hell Divers too. Just getting me pumped up for that action. Foam Stars is going to be a fun lead into Hell Divers. There was a lot to get excited to. Some things to get forward about this Kojima action game, Death Stranding Two. Those are things to look for on the horizon. Did I want to see more Lost Soul? Yes, absolutely. Lost Did I want to see? Yeah. yeah, come on. I mean, we saw some of that last year. I wanted to see I more mean, this year. That was unlikely. It looks but yeah, I'm right, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Where's Jade Raymond? How is she not on? And what happened to Concord? Where are they at? Did we not see them? I didn't see any hey, multiplayer if, shooter. If, if they're gonna pull out of live service, I'm totally okay with that. Like we got to see a bunch of banger games coming bespoke experiences like that's what playstation supposedly means that's what the brand identity is is that they're going to provide you those compelling single player experiences adventure storytelling good gameplay and we got a lot of promising stuff from them today in that regard so i'm okay with that i'm okay with just having hell divers and foam stars as kind of holdovers that are kind of 
acting in that live service space for PlayStation. I don't really know that we need like other stuff down the road. And I, I think that whoever is, is manning the helm at PlayStation like understands that. And so they're putting front and center stuff that like is like, this is what makes PlayStation PlayStation. Like the, all the narrative that was showcased with that stellar blade showcase and the, the various NPCs, the, a lot of dialogue, a lot of interaction, very cool NPC design. The combat obviously looked amazing, but like these look like experiences that you're going to have, like with each one of these games, obviously Death Stranding too. Like I don't even need to say that. Like that's, that's what that whole game is, is an experience Death Stranding. But even with Stellar Blade and Rise of the Roman, like Rise of the Ronin, like I said, it has a lot of that like Yakuza kind of cinematic storytelling vibe from what they showed off today to go along with the open world gameplay and then fast and strategic combat that kind of looks like it's out of their like Neo games. So I, I think they really, really hammered like we are bringing experiences for you on PlayStation get excited and I, I mean i am excited based on what they showed obviously i'm really psyched to to have shadow the hedgehog in a game again that is not completely 2d that was really cool overall like if i was gonna rate this showcase i'd probably get it like a, give it like a 4.5 out of 5 like th- it was very good i think the only thing is like there's some games that i might would have wished were coming out this year or that they gave a more definitive release date for but overall what they showed I was really interested in. I wasn't really bored or like they didn't really lose the audience. I don't think at any point in the showcase. And uh, it was just like, go to the next game, go to the next game, maybe have a little blurb from somebody on the development team to say, this is what we're doing with this. It's coming to you soon. That type of thing. I thought it was a really good showcase. What are your takeaways from that? I thought there was a decent amount of horror for being in February. I mean, I'm not a huge horror genre kind of guy. Was there more games I was looking forward to, like perhaps seeing Shadow of the Erd Tree, more fair play? Yes. That's a good good point between Silent Hill until dawn and even, you know, Death Stranding being. Well, we had Silent Hill Shadow Drop as well, which is also. A horror game. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, probably at least a third of the presentation was in the horror genre. So Metro I think VR. Yeah, that's that's horror adjacent as well. So that that's a very good point. I really didn't realize that because I I'm pretty amenable to horror based titles. But yeah, no, there was a big focus on that. I guess that's and Judas too, right? Like Bioshock is it has has some horror type of elements as well it's certainly like yeah. uh, ch- chilling or like unnerving type of elements and that trailer was was sort of diving into that type of that feel that vibe so yeah that, that's a that's a good point there was a lot of horror and horror adjacent stuff not a lot of live service v rising as well with the vampires and the dark sort of thematic beats so that that's a very good point actually as far as like what 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 they're putting out there that you're going to be getting with with PlayStation this year, really only like Stellar Blade, sort of. Not giving... to mention Death Stranding Two also has that yes. horrorish vibe yes. as well. It's... Yeah, the so that, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I I wonder if that's just like sort of coincidental, and that's kind of what they what they had on deck. Obviously, Rise of the Ronin, which is an exclusive, I believe. You know, very vibrant color palette to a certain degree, especially with like the 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 flora and fauna in that game when you're like out in the open world 
But other than that, it was really just Dragon's Dogma, and that's obviously multi-platform. So that's an interesting observation, Rudigs. What what do you think was the highlight of the show? Oh, the highlight of the show was definitely the shadow drop, being able to access the game now right okay. afterwards. That's but like you said, that's probably the biggest that's, highlight. Is that a game that you're interested in, though? Or not not me particularly. It may be fun to stream and get scared in front of people, but other than that, I just think it'll be exciting for the community at large, giving them something in that aspect. But for me, I mean, this showcase just did not hit me the way I think it wasn't for me type of gamer. Okay. I think there was a lot of games for other types of gamers on there, and that's absolutely respectable. But I just didn't see a lot in my camp. But that's well, fine. Well, yeah, and they had Foam Stars and and Hell Divers too, which I think are. I mean, obviously, you're over the moon about Hell Divers too. But I think those yeah, are games that divers. are kind of more more geared towards you. But like, it doesn't really hit the same when like we know those are coming. They're going to come out in like a week from now. It really feels more like an ad, you know. So it's like if if those games were like four months out and they were like showing us something of substance about them, I think that you, I probably would have seen you like pop for that. But given that like, that's kind of a known quantity, we're expecting that to come out next week. I'm assuming like you're kind of lukewarm about those being in the show. Would you say then that, you know, stellar blade was kind of the most intriguing thing for you that we were able to see. To be honest, it was the only one of those titles I'd probably consider for a day one right now. You're not going to get Shadow uh, day one, Rudis? What's wrong with you? Oh, the Sonic game? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. Did it have a release date? I don't even think it had a release date. I don't think so. It just said no. No. Surely. Did Shadow first make his appearance on the Dreamcast? Was he in a game before Shadow the Hedgehog? But for me, Shadow is from a generation a bit older than me. I'm still that old school Sonic, getting the 50 coins, hitting the checkpoint, then becoming supersonic. Like, that was my Sonic days. So Shadow's a bit new gen for me. So again, I feel like it just Stellar Blade hit for a game I'll probably get day one. But other than that, not much others for me. Like you said, a lot of the games that I'm excited for, we already saw before, not these previews. I wanted to be stunned. I wanted to see maybe Ghost of Tsushima 2. Maybe what are they working on on Horizon Forbidden West? What's Ragnarok's next chapter? More from From Software, Blue Point. Things we could have seen that really could have amped up the show. I just think we're missing for me. So unfortunately, this would probably be the lowest score I give a showcase. Maybe like three. Okay. Um, just, it was. It didn't hit for me. Yeah, and it it could just be a symptom of like we got so many good games last year and you know we might just be seeing the after effects of that where you know kind of everybody sort of dumped what they had and you know now we're kind of in a a post 2023 world where you know it it just it just sort of is that way where it, a lot of games came out and now everybody's kind of got to got to recharge and and reload and yeah maybe maybe we're just we're just not going to see as many games for the time being we we saw some some 2025 dates today and i think that that is surprising for a state of play in 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 february right like you would expect everything that we would see to to come out this year and a lot of the stuff 
wasn't, or at least at least like a couple of things weren't. And so that, I think that that is surprising. And I think it might be an indication that this is going to be a quieter year. And I think that would, that would be okay. Like we got very spoiled last year, but you know, we, we, we always want more, right? Rootings. We, we want, we want the best, the best games every year. Why can't we have them this year? But no, I, I would say it was a quiet showing the, the, with this show, state of play. It wasn't, it wasn't bad though. Like I think, I think everything that they showed looked like objectively cool or good. Like did anything that you saw really like stand out to you as like, nah, this looks like people are not going to like it. Or is it just sort of well, like the VR like- title? I mean, I'm just not, I'm not, I don't have a VR myself, but the, the, the Knights and Dragons one or the Sword and Shield one, like that's going to be a hit or miss for a lot of people. The, the ZZZ game, whether or not that people were saying this is the one you brought up, that doesn't look turn based to me. But no, it's uh, not. People in the chat were saying it was turn based. We didn't get yeah, information and, on this on a release why not, date or why, why not show coming. us what we're looking at right now? Like they just gave us a cinematic. Like this looks cool. Yeah, and this game is also going to be PlayStation console exclusive. So like if they'd have shown me this, I would have been like, oh, that looks sick. I'm getting this like would a jet, be more jet down set. my line. Yeah, I'm getting like a jet set radio meets like near automata type of vibe. But yeah, this looks very cool. A uh, unique, unique aesthetic combat. But looks where very was good. Phantom Blade Zero would have won? I don't know, dude. I don't that. know where that game is. Yeah, I don't know. But like th- this yeah. is this is a very cool looking game, and it's it's ostensibly not going to be on Xbox because all the Hoyoverse games are are only on PC and PlayStation and mobile. So like that's that's a really good get for them and that's something that they could have shown off but again yeah. it's kind of like we got to see some like more it's like everything that we saw was either so like far off and abstract like in terms of death stranding in terms of you know the other projects that they announced and then like it just immediate like this <laughs> this playable demo or whatever that Silent Hill game it's coming out today and then Hell Divers next week Foam Stars next week you know two games coming out on the same day, March 22nd. And then everything else is just like, Oh, this is a concept or this is next year or like very far off. So weird juxtaposition there. I don't know if they're, I don't know. I don't know if they're just not going to have stuff this summer or I don't know why we're not seeing summer games. Cause it's not like you'd be an- announcing or, or showing that stuff off during summer games fest or anything like that. But yeah, I would have loved to have seen more from this game in the showcase so it's a, it's unfortunate. I think it's a, a miss from them to not show us more from Zenless Zone Zero. And then also, Rudings, what do you think about the weird decision to be like, oh, we'll be back next week with Final Fantasy Rebirth? Like that's so strange. Like we were we were here, we were sat down, we were ready ready to go, ready to watch, and that you know they're like, no, we're not going to give it to you right now. I just thought that was so strange, and it felt very awkward that they did that at the end of the show as well. Like maybe I say that before Death Stranding for for doing that is because of Death Stranding. I mean, you can't you can't be within the aura of Kojima and have an impact. Like Kojima needs his space to breathe. That game needs to have its time in the sun. And I bet you it's a contractual obligation that Kojima no was way. like, no other games around me, and I want 10 minutes to myself. So I, I just think that Death Stranding 2, as well as the announcement of an upcoming action espionage that's exclusive to PlayStation, which has some kind of connection to Columbia Pictures, 
I'm thinking maybe pulling out an IP from there. Who knows? What are we going to see? I think that's what it it took. They needed that space. And that's why we're getting an own exclusive because Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is a console seller. Like this is going to move people to get the console. Yeah. It's going to be huge. I can't wait to play it personally. I got through the first one and absolutely loved it. Shout out to Yuffie, part of the best DLC I've played in a little bit. Great game. So I think it deserves its own little showcase and and people will be tuned in to watch it who are excited. Yeah, that's true. It's not like anybody isn't going to show up for the showcase next week because they did it this way. I just think it's you, you could have all the hype kind of consolidated and get everybody talking about PlayStation right now. And like you said, this showcase was a little bit lukewarm, if not just mediocre in general. And so I think that really would have hit home if they brought... They brought Kojima and they brought Rebirth and they showed this awesome gameplay that we're watching in the background that they, for some reason, didn't show and just showed us a pre-rendered trailer. Makes no sense to me. So some weird choices. I did like what we saw of Stellar Blade. That got me really excited about that game and that may be one that I jump into in April. Sorry about all the horror, man. Like I, I, I dig it, but uh, I hate that. Uh, I know you don't necessarily like it and our, our guy, Ginger Prime, he he can't stand the horror stuff. Mostly because it's it's not really his vibe, but also because you know he's got a household of like five kids, so can't really be playing that stuff around the little ones. But yeah, overall, I think you know there's nothing that you can be really disappointed about in terms of what they showed us. But also, I think that they missed out on some opportunities to really ramp up the excitement. And I'm gonna unshare my screen since we have an ad. <laughs> I think they missed mm-hmm. out on some opportunities to to really ramp up the excitement by not showing rebirth and, and choose in terms of choosing what they showed. I don't think that they really made the best decisions, but the slate of games that they had, like all of them are quality games. Obviously dragon's dogma two is going to sell gangbusters. It's going to be a quality game. It's going to get, you know, eights and nines and probably have a, a high Metacritic score. So yeah, I, I think that in general, PlayStation owners can be excited, especially about, what's on the short term in terms of February and March, like some really great games to play in February, March. But after that gets a little bit more obscure and, and and more speculative as far as what is coming down the line this year, they really didn't do much to clarify that. And maybe that's good because it gets people talking, but also, you know, it also sort of gets doubt in people's minds of like, well, what if they didn't really have anything to show or share? So it'll be interesting to see, what they show off at Summer's Game Fest as far as later in the year. But for right now, for February and March, I think we got some good games to play. I know you're going to be on that Rise of the Ronin. So yeah, I'm excited about the direction that PlayStation's going, and I'm excited that I have good games to play right now. Any any last thoughts? Awesome, dude. Thank you, Mr. Ginger Prime. Thank you, Kirk, for having me on. It was awesome to be here. Don't forget to check out at Cloud and Consoles, Super PlayStation Bros. We're on Wednesday mornings, 10 a.m. And just going over PlayStation News of the Week. It's a little podcast love to do. Plus all the other podcasts on at Cloud and Console. It's just a huge lot of fun we have there. So until the next time, again, thanks for having me. And go PlayStation. Yeah, it's our our pleasure to have you on. We really wanted to get you because you're you're kind of a PlayStation guy in, in a lot of your content. And obviously, you know, I'm part of a community where everybody loves you and I love you, buddy. Glad you could could hang out with us today. Everybody, my my 
Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League review is up on the YouTube channel. That's What's New Video Games, Suicide Kill the Justice League review. And I'm also going to be streaming that game right after this on twitch.tv slash KirkTheGamer. So let me see the Cyborg crew in the chat when I'm Twitch streaming. Love to say hello to all you guys in the chat there. But that's going to do it for the PlayStation Showcase and our thoughts. Make sure you're subscribed to Ginger Prime and work the game. And we're going to have a Epic Loot Radio special podcast tomorrow where Ginger Prime and I are going to give our thoughts on Suicide Kill the Justice League. Spoiler alert, I don't know that either of us thinks it was worth the $100 that each of us both played (laughs) to play that game early. So you might get some spicy takes from us tomorrow. That's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central tomorrow. So make sure you tune in for that. And of course, we're going to have our regular Epic Loot Radio podcast this coming Monday. And that will be a review discussion of Grand Blue Fantasy Relink and Persona 3 Reloads. So got your anime RPG fix for you on Monday. That's going to do it for this PlayStation State of Play. Thank you again for Rudix giving us your time. We really appreciate it. We do not take you for granted, sir. You very much approve the content. And thanks to all the people who showed up and watched and were hanging out in the chat. We love you all. And until the next time, watch this space. Take care, guys.